Hello to all and welcome back to Afgeek for Life, your your ultimate guide to air travel and just normal travel. I'm your host, Naman. Thanks a lot to those of you who watched the first episode, which was the introduction and the frequent flyer programs. Now today, we will be looking into something very special. And it's called a, a city named Budapest. Now, Budapest is the capital of the country Hungary in Europe, not H-U-N-G-R-Y, H-U-N-G-A-R-Y. So, for those of you wondering, please. And we'll be looking into three things majorly on around about this city, how to get there, where to stay, and what to do. So, we'll I'll be looking at two different ways to get there. One, from Mumbai, a major city, a lot of my viewers. A lot of my listeners are from India, so I'll be considering Mumbai. The second one will be Ho Chi Minh City, or SGN. That's the airport code, by the way. Sorry. Um, so first off, we will be looking into how, how to get there from Ho Chi Minh City. Now, for those in India, please feel free to skip ahead. Now, one of your best ways and cheapest ways is, of course, economy. You can get there easily by traveling Singapore and Swiss. So you fly from here to Singapore, Singapore to Zurich on Swiss Airlines, and then Zurich to Budapest. You're going to have to clear immigration in Zurich, by the way, for Shenzhen zones. Uh, your other options include flying from Singapore and then Munich, or Singapore and then Helsinki on Finnair. And if those of you who like... Emirates Airlines, you guys have an option of about $1,300 flight from here to Dubai and then uh, Dubai-Budapest flight. For those of you who like Qatar Airways, there is an option for about $1,460. And for those of you who like Turkish, it is expensive for economy, $1,764. Now, if you're looking into business class, which I know some of you might be interested in, your cheapest tickets are around three, are almost 2,500 US dollars, which is flying from here to Singapore, Singapore to Zurich, and Zurich on to Budapest. Now, of course, these are some of the best airlines. Now, if you want to fly Turkish or Cathay, Cathay has a very good option on One World. Fly from here to Hong Kong, Hong Kong to Helsinki on Finnair on their brand new A350. So it is an amazing flight, by the way. I've read a lot of reviews. And then Helsinki on to Budapest. Turkish airline is almost $3,000, which does not have amazing seats, I would, I can assure you. Now, if you want to go from Mumbai, you have much cheaper options and a lot more availability. If you want to fly KLM, you can easily fly KLM via Amsterdam of, of for about $600, Emirates for about $690, which is about $700, Turkish Airlines for $700, Swiss Airlines via Zurich for $730, and Lufthansa for about $740. Now, if you want to fly the cheapest, which is going to be Mumbai, Delhi, Delhi, Amsterdam, which is going to be on Jet Airways, and then Amsterdam, Budapest on KLM. If if you want to fly British Airways, it's about $600. Air France is about 650 
and Emirates is about 687. Well, there's multiple, yeah. Well, the, those are some of the, and Qatar Airways cost about $700. So much cheaper options from Ho Chi Minh City, but they're all connecting through major cities like Singapore, Frankfurt, Amsterdam, Zurich, some major places, London, Paris. Now, once you've got there, the next question is, where do we stay? Now, this is what I'm here for. Make sure to listen to the next segment. Now, for those of you wondering if you how you want to book using miles, you want to book flights using miles to Budapest, you guys can contact me and I'll give you guys some details because miles can be a bit tricky. So I'll help you with that. Now, here comes the second part. Where do we stay? Now, there's an amazing Novotel in Budapest right in the city center about two kilometers away. A Novotel, which is about $78 a night, which I would say is an amazing deal. $78 US dollars a night for Novotel seems pretty good. Then there's some other major places, but doesn't... Well, there's a park-in by Radisson, which seems amazing. 8.1 very good reviews. It is about 6 kilometers from the city center, so... The general rule of thumb says that the farther you are from a city center in Europe, the cheaper it's supposed to be. Now, I'm looking at hotels only, but if you prefer Airbnb or apartments, hostels, those are completely different. You can contact me any day for those. Now, there, it seems like there's not a lot of hotel chains, it looks like like Marriott or Residence Inn. There are major hotel chains in Budapest. Now, which might seem surprising, Budapest is a very famous city for travelers especially. I am gonna look into, there's some Hilton. Ooh, interesting. Uh, sorry, that was uncalled for. Now, uh, so it looks like there's a Hilton, um, which is about 180 US dollars. Hilton is a very good hotel, I would say. There's two Ibis hotels, three, there's three Ibis hotels, which are, which are kind of more economy budget hotels. They all cost about 55 US dollars a night. This is, all the rates that I'm currently telling are per night. There's IB, there's an Ibis Budapest, but it does not have very good ratings. Seems like hotels in Budapest are very cheap, especially per night rates for some reason. I'm surprised how cheap Hilton is or these major hotel chains are. So this is where you can stay. It's close to the city center. Affordable rooms, I would say. Very affordable. Like $75 a night for hotels like Novotel. Seems pretty good. Right next to the river. Now, the next will be, where do you travel? What do you do? Where do you go around? Make sure to tune in on the next segment. Now, welcome to the last segment of this episode where I'll be discussing what to do in Budapest and where to go. Now, I have not been to Budapest personally, but my dad has been. So I'm basing it on his judgment. He says that it's a very beautiful country. Now, just like the rest of Europe, Budapest is also very well connected by trains. There's trains to Berlin, Munich, Vienna, Prague, Warsaw. Right? All major cities, Zurich, Moscow. Now, of course, there's flights as well. If you want to fly budget airlines, there's Ryanair. It's going to be EasyJet, Jet2. 
Uh, this is pretty simple. Now here comes what you can do. Budapest is famous for its bridges. Budapest is basically divided into two different places. One is called Buda, the other is called Pest. So, well, wow. Um, the river Danube actually splits the city into two different parts. One is known as Buda and one is known as Pest. Now, the river is very famous for its amazing bridges like Paris. There's multiple bridges and it's easy and it's easy to walk around foot, especially around the city center. There's some amazing public transport. You can buy tickets and passes. Very easy to get into. There's a metro, there's bus, there's even services, there's even boat services along, there's even boat services along the river, looks like. Now, the best time to visit would be not the winter time because it would you would be flight delays, there would be a lot of things would be closed. So summers is a very expensive time, so maybe try going around March, April, when spring is here, not exactly May or when it's super hot and crowded by tourists. Now I don't I am unaware of other taxi options because they can be expensive it says now there's a lot of historic buildings to see budapest is famous for its architecture like the parliament the Lo the royal palace the savoy terrace the gardens there's a castle and there's some marketplaces too for those of you like museums and galleries there's a house of terror hall of art national gallery memento park there's a lot of places that you can visit, like the Military Museum. I would love to visit the Military Museum. There's even a Pharmacy Museum. It shows a collection of pharmaceutical objects from the Renaissance, which seems very interesting. I would love to go there. Um, Foundry Museum. There's, there's some shrines. There's Budapest Art Fair. There's a music museum. There's a lot of churches and synagogues as well. There's statues and monuments like it is very similar to the rest of Eastern Europe. There's even the Budapest Zoo, which is one of the oldest in the world. So that seems pretty interesting. Now you can even have bicycle rentals where you can pay about 500 Hungarian francs. So 500 Hungarian franc to USD would be, that's about $2. $2 for 24 hours so you can rent a bike and go around Budapest for two dollars that's just amazing you can even buy well there's some access tickets starts at 500 for 24 hour period tickets can be purchased online there's something called Budapest bike bike based there's even a yellow zebra bike bicycle tours are very famous so it seems like Budapest is an amazing place to go to I would love to go there now, there's a Budapest Spring Festival in April where a dazzling variety of cultural events mainly revolving around classical and classical music and performing arts are done in April. Seems like a good place to be. Well, seems like Budapest is an amazing place and thank you for the person who suggested this. Shamal, thank you very much for suggesting Budapest as the city that I should take for my first episode. If you guys have any other recommendations for other cities, 
more than welcome to text me on my social media and contact me and suggest a city and I'll look into it. Don't worry, all right? Now, the currency seems like it, it's a bit similar to Vietnam's. So one US dollar is, turns out, 200 and 230, 285 Hungarian forint. So let's see what one Indian rupee is. One INR. So one Indian rupee is about four Hungarian units of currency. What seems like it's a it's a devalued currency. Now my rules of economics tells me that a lot of things are gonna be cheap. Now, Budapest is very famous for backpackers, so there's a lot of tourists and shopping and souvenirs. If you go there, make sure to bring me one. I'm just kidding, don't have to. Um, to eat. Seems like Hungarian food is amazing. I have no idea what this is. You can drink. There's... Well, Hungarian temperatures can go from about 30 to 35 degrees Celsius, so especially in summer. So for those of you who get who get sunburns, you guys make sure to make sure to take care of yourselves. Okay? And you can you can go to nearby places. Seems like you can you can go to nearby countries, you can go to let's see what's around Budapest. Sorry if you hear typing. I'm on my laptop getting data. There's... Vienna is very close by. Slovakia is very close by. Warsaw, Prague, Zagreb in Croatia, Sarajevo, Sofia, Bucharest. So, some major Eastern European cities are very close by. And they're all accessible by train, seems like. There's even trains to Australia, even Venice. Venice is very close, I would say, on a train. There's Munich. So yeah, this is the end of the Budapest episode. So if you have any other questions, comments, or suggestions that you would like to make about this city or cities that I should discuss for future episodes, make sure to tune in, make sure to comment, and keep listening. And I'll see you guys next time. Wait, I'll hear you guys next time. Wait, no. That's a bad joke. Sorry.